tripping over sideways, tumbling down the stairs. You got me right there. You got me, got me love drunk. Maybe spin the bottle. Come on, baby, truth or dare? You got me right there. You got me, got me love drunk. Cap- capitalized, but uh, oh, I heard that. That sound weird on. Oh, that was great. That was a great way to start it. Hello. Hello. And welcome to Love Drunk, our very first episode of Love Drunk. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I've been talking about this stupid thing since October. Mm-hmm. And we're finally doing it. Hello. We are here. Hello. We're here. Cheers. Let's do a nice clink into the mic. Look at that. Oh my god. That gosh. little sound wave right there. Look at playing. him. Oh, he's so good. You probably heard me setting my mug down as well. We, we should be careful of that. Yeah, we definitely. I just set mine down so carefully and yeah. I talked over you it, so what? probably you won't hear it. Um, Hello, I am Charlotte Rose. I am here in this very first episode of Love Junk. Welcome, welcome. Uh, I have the wonderful, amazing, talented Chance Stewart here with me today. Hello. If you recognize his voice, you might be a listener of a horrible podcast. You nailed it. Yeah, I did. I've been practicing a lot. Have you really? Because yeah. no one gets it. In the car on the way here. Yeah. I was like, horrible. And whenever I tell people about it, they're like, what? Yeah. I say, oh, it's a horrible podcast. It's a horrible. Horrible. Well, it's, it's like, horror, and then it's horrible. Yeah. So it's horrible. Horrible. A horrible podcast. Uh, so yes, if you recognize his beautiful voice, or maybe you're just friends with both of us, maybe that's why you recognize yeah. him. But uh, he has an amazing horror podcast with our good friend Paige, Paige Smith. Smith. We love her very much. She's also going to do yeah. An episode of hey, this. we're ca- horrible, horrible pod listeners. We're coming back 2018. <laughs> FYI, uh, Chance is only on this because I want to be a guest on his podcast. For, oh, so. hey, we'll get there. We're, hey. we're all there. Yeah, I'm going to get you and Paige, and then you're going to get me exactly. on the podcast. Exactly. And it's going to be this so is what good. People do. It's what people do. We lift each other up. We lift each other up. We believe right. in each other, mm-hmm. and I believe in you, listeners. My listeners. From the moment I met. Listener. Hey, listeners, a listener, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in you, and you're going to achieve your dreams today. Cheers to that. Let's do another clink. Ooh, there good it is. Clink, that was good a good clink. clink. So, here on Love Drunk, as the name implies, we will be getting drunk and talking about love, which is my, personally, my favorite subject to talk about. Uh, I grow more powerful when people tell me about love and their feelings and their crushes. Uh, I can feel it feeding me. In the way that horror monsters feed on fear, Charlotte feeds on love. Exactly. And so this is great because love is also horrifying a lot of the time. So, you know. (laughs) So you know what? All of this is related. All of this and it comes back full circle. So here on Love Drunk, we do allow the guests to pick the poison and anything is on the table except for... Gin! That's right. Listeners, we do not drink gin on Love Drunk. Uh, If you want to drink gin on a podcast, then start your own podcast. Start. Look. Start your own. Look, you're sitting here and you're like, look, I'm really enjoying this podcast. I'm really enjoying listening to Miss Charlotte Rose. I'm really enjoying listening to the illustrious Chance Stewart. And you're thinking, I want to talk about love and drink gin. Well, you can't. You can't. You can't. You have to start your own podcast. You have to do your own. I'm so, so sorry. Um, I was going to call you inimitable, but I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to say that word. That's a good word. What does it mean? Um, (laughs) Unable to imitate. Hey. That's cool. Yeah. I kind of want people to imitate me, though. What? It's a sincere form of flattery. Okay. Imitate me. Uh, hello, listeners. Today we're doing XM. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be pouring this drink into this 
Just kidding. Wait, we actually do need to announce. Chance, what are we drinking today? Oh, hey guys, we're drinking a uh, vodka soda with lime. It's uh, light, light in calories, mm-hmm. refreshing. Yes, uh, and not too, uh, not too rough on the taste buds. Honestly, I'm it's, a, yeah, I'm not a, not much of a drinker. So this is. Uh, it's a good drink. Yeah, know. I started this whole podcast just so Chance would drink with me. Yep, that's, that's a pretty true much it. Story, listeners. Um, but yeah, I, uh, we're doing vodka sodas with lime. I'm having a great time. We're about a drink and a half in, mm-hmm. so we're feeling pretty good, and we're ready to talk about love. Let's talk about it. Let's honestly, There's a lot to talk we gotta about. we gotta unwrap a lot. Uh, just in case. You're sitting there worried, like, oh my god, I have been involved with Charlotte or Chance. I don't want people to be talking about me on this podcast. Fear not. We have, before this podcast started, we did collect a list of code names. Uh, We do have the list in front of us right here. So if you have ever been involved with either of us, your name will not be spoken. Don't worry about it. No one's going to know. Don't worry about it. But you're going to know. You'll know. You'll know. I hope you know. Because that would suck. Like, I... I just hope you didn't forget about me. Well, yeah. But also, I would bet one of my kidneys that nobody I've ever been involved with is going to listen to Honestly? (laughs) Say. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm sorry sorry to scan the list. So we're naming everybody. You know what? Honestly, maybe. Well, it depends on how drunk we get throughout this. We'll see. What's up? All right, let's go. And also how forgiving I feel when I'm editing it. Yeah, true. (laughs) I might uh, bleep some stuff out. Who knows? Might have to, you know. Uh, Let's uh, let's rock and roll with this. Let's rock and roll. Chance and I both moved to Los Angeles. Um, Yesterday was actually actually marked my six month move. Mm -hmm. So I've been here for six months now. I feel I tweeted this. You favored it. I did. You saw it. Um, I feel like a baby, and also that I've been here for a thousand years. Mm Hmm. It doesn't make sense to me that the first half of 2017 was in Austin. Like, right. that doesn't make any sense to me at all. Right. Um, L.A. has consumed my whole life. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty overwhelming city it in terms is. of, like, uh, being new and coming here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a... Uh, I mean, like, we're from a... I feel as though a good stepping stone city, yes. even from L.A., uh, Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet... Yeah, I still feel like L.A. was, like, giant and overwhelming. I was not know? prepared at all. And and I thought that going from, because we're both from the Dallas-Fort Worth area, uh-huh. and then moved to Austin, lived in Austin for years, and then moved out to L.A., I was like, this makes sense. We're going to be okay. Um, and I think that Austin is so compact, where downtown is just, like, kind of the hub of everything. And yeah. I remember... I want to smack myself for being like, oh, I have to drive 20 Oh, right, minutes. right, Oh, it's right. so far I used to complain away. about living in Riverside in, in Austin because mm-hmm. it was like, what, 10, 15 mm-hmm. minutes away. Now I live 40 minutes from my closest friends. Exactly. You know? I was just going to say, like, on any given Only day. 10 miles away, yet 40 minutes. Yeah, exactly. So there's, there's, yeah. Um... So this has just been kind of a bananas <laughs> transition. Sorry about that, listeners. <laughs> I burped on air. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey. It's, it's going to happen you know on this, this show. You're great. drinking on this hey, show. Hey, we're going to go into the rules of love junk. I have three rules Tell on this rules. podcast. Uh, no gin is the first rule. Yeah, fuck gin. We already went over. Listeners, listeners, we already went over this. We already- Start your own podcast. <laughs> Start it. Start it. Know, but don't do it about horror movies or drinking and talking about love because those ideas were too good. And honestly, everyone's going to know how not green of you are if you do that. And that's going to be a real dick move, listeners. Uh, rule number two, no apologies. I will. Okay. No regrets, just love. In I'm going to say, I'm going to say okay mm-hmm. to that. 
but I want you to know I will apologize. Oh, same. For sure. Cool. But apologize about things that you actually feel remorseful for. I'll try. Don't apologize about, like, oh, I bumped the mic, or, like, oh, oh I, yeah. that was a stupid <clears throat> thing to... Well, like, don't. No, yeah. don't do that. Yeah. No apologies. This is... Cool. It's my podcast. Hey, I'm telling you, don't I'm apologize. With you. Uh, third rule, ABCD, always be consuming drinks. I am doing that. Cheers mm-hmm. to that. Cheers to that. Clink for that. Clink for that. Clink. We're also drinking these vodka sodas with lime out of mugs. Coffee which mugs. I, coffee mugs. It's all uh, all the old uh, Stuart has. Mm-hmm. That's okay. We're yeah, we're at chances right now. Hello. Um, I was gonna say like, oh, chances come to me to do that. No, I'm, I came to him to yeah. do this podcast. Hey, uh, I mean, I've got the setup. You know, mm-hmm. if I, I'm already doing my own podcast, it may just make sense. Yeah. We're efficient. I'm comfortable. Ugh, amazing. That's how you do it. Some efficient children. Uh, we should probably start talking about love because that's what that's probably what some people point. are here for. Hey, you, you um, start talking about. Well, what I was about to say when when we were going into the whole we just moved here, blah blah blah. Uh, dating in L.A. Oh, dating God. in L.A. Um, I feel like my definition of dating in L.A. is uh, watching a show on Netflix, a Netflix original series. And seeing a boy who looked familiar, and I couldn't tell why, I was like, where is that actor from? And then I looked him up and realized we had been talking on Bumble for like a week. And then I had unmatched him because the conversation was so boring. And I was like, I hate living here and dating god it's it's a nightmare to uh, try and meet people. Mm -hmm. That's the hardest thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, I've got, I know I'm blessed in this, but... uh, like what, like 10, 15 of our college friends all moved out here at the same time that I, I did? Whenever yeah. I tell people that I moved out here, I say, our friends made a mass exodus out of Austin, and we all came out here. And I am so incredibly thankful. I thought that was going to make the transition easier. Uh, it kind of didn't, yeah, really. Like, know? it was still super difficult. I was like, all oh, my friends are here. Whatever. I'm glad we had fine. them, though, you know. Oh, I'm so thankful. Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful. My mom once asked, because I think I was, I called her and I was talking about how I was going to hang out with you and then we were going to, I don't know, we were going to, all of us were going to go out. And she goes, so how has your life changed since you left Austin? And I said, uh, I go to the beach a lot more and I have no money. <laughs> and that is how things yeah, are man. in LA. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you, so what, what dating apps are you on right now? Man, I'm on, uh, I mean, technically Tinder and Bumble, mm-hmm. uh, Bumble, like, I swipe occasionally, mm-hmm. never see anything from. Tinder, I swipe more, still don't see much from. I think I'm picky on Tinder, honestly. Oh, same. Uh, Tinder scares me, so I stay away from yeah. Tinder. Yeah. It's not too bad. Tinder's, like, Tinder's silly. Tinder know? weirds me out. I'm like, no. I mean, Bumble, like, I I don't know. I don't know, man. I always, like, Bumble always seems better, but I never get, like, Maybe I'm trash, but, like, so, I just never get matched with anyone. You, okay, but that's me, too. And and I hate it when... Bumble is more of a game I play at this point. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a time where I was seriously on my Bumble game, truly, like, looking for love on Bumble. Looking for love in all the Bumble places. Exactly. Exactly. So I was looking... Sorry. I was out there, I was looking. Uh, there was... And I feel like I did... So I did Bumble wrong. 
Um, where when I was in Austin, I did have a Bumble. I would just kind of swipe through people just to see people, just yeah, kind of the yeah. look to play You're the shopping game. around. You're just yeah, browsing. and then I'd match with people, and I'd never speak to them, and I'd never go out with them. And uh, then I got to LA, and I was like, I've got to start talking to people. I got to start meeting people. And so I did it backwards where I feel like you're supposed to go on a couple dates and then like find someone where you're like, oh, I like this person and then date them for a while. I did that in reverse. Um, I I was swiping and then I found someone. The first Bumble date I went on, I really liked the guy and we dated for about a month. And then we, I ended things and I went on a bunch of other Bumble dates that I just was like, no, 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 <laughs> like yeah, right yeah. in succession. And I feel like that's, you know, not the that's way you're supposed to do yeah. it. And that kind of turned me off to it because I was like, well, crap, I found. Yeah, you already did the good thing. Now yeah. It's like, hard, it's like that's, that's, that's point, already hard you know? to find in general there. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the, you already reached the end goal a lot of people sort of reach with yeah. that. It, whether it's a, because you were in a relationship for an amount mm-hmm. of time, whereas a lot yeah. of other people on these apps like are not even looking for that really. No. But you and I had sort of a parallel journey with that around the same time, right? Yeah, right? That was with uh, Jacqueline? Yep. <laughs> I haven't that referred to Jacqueline. that code <laughs> so... Just look down at that code. See, my mine is just Bumble Boy, because that's what I called him to everyone. Uh-huh. I really did I not remember. use his name to anyone. So, Jacqueline, mm-hmm. while you were dating Bumble Boy... Well, I was with Bumble Boy. I you seen were with this Jacqueline. girl named Jacqueline. My my roommate and and friend uh, introduced. Okay, let me try again. Okay, <laughs> my roommate and friend uh, was dating this girl, uh, this photographer, mm-hmm. and uh, I I was single and he was being a good friend and being like, hey, you have any like single friends or anything? Anyone looking to mm-hmm. like looking for love? You know, a good boy, a good you know, looking for a cool dude because I'm a, I'm a cool dude. Chances, uh, as someone who has known Chance for a while, can confirm cool dude. Certified cool dude. Um, Went to college, got a degree in cool dude In cool dude. I got my BA in cool dude I got my badass in cool dude-ness. That's what, yeah, sorry. Uh, anyway. Um, so uh, I end up going on, up on, going on a double date with my roommate, his photographer uh, friend, uh, and this girl named Jacqueline. And uh, we go bowling. <laughs> So we go bowling at this place that was like really dope place in LA. We start. I'm slamming white Russians. Like I'm drinking. We're eating pizza. Can I just say when we first when I was like we're gonna do this podcast. What's what's your drink of choice? Because you're gonna be my first guest. Chance said white Russians, and I shit you not. The day before we had gone out and drank white Russians, and I was like, "This is cool, but I don't really like this." Yeah, but that's the rule: is I have to drink whatever exactly. you tell me to drink, and I was not looking forward to it at all. I missed then, it. I then, love that yeah. shit. I I could eat, I could drink white Russians for days. It, a lot of it comes from the Big Lebowski, honestly, because I really I love that figured. movie. Other than that, I do it. also enjoy mm-hmm. a creamy drink. To drink. So when I when I gave you your your final like tell me what I need to get yeah. for this podcast he said vodka soda with lime and I was like thank fucking god yeah. cause I was not gonna be able to hold down these white Russians yeah anyway, continue you're, glad we you're... ended up on this refreshing yes uh, I feel beverage. like it's a good it's, it's a, a good, good first one. good first it's one. a good it's opener a, it's a palate cleanser of a mm-hmm. drink anyways um so slamming white Russians yes and my roommate uh, is uh Hanging with his girl, and it's like him and his girl uh, bowling against me and the girl I was sort of set up with, like teams. And we start smoking. 
smoking up. We're just fucking racking up. Me and this girl, me and Jacqueline, we're having a blast. The first time I met this girl, we're just vibing. Mm-hmm. She's down with bits. I'm making bits. We have a whole recurring thing. That's the thing. A girl's got to do a bit. She's got she to gotta be down with the bits. In the immortal words of Jordan Moranto, my love language is bits. My love language is bits. I think, I'm, I think my love language is also bits because... Love language, physical touch is high up there. That's for sure. But truly... Truly, it's bits. It's bits. I live for the bit. I die for the bit. I live and die by the bit. Yes. So, we're kicking ass to the point where my roommate, and even he, he has even self-admitted this. He may, he may admit and name himself later. I don't need to name him right now, but uh, he even admitted, like, we were having a way better time than him and his photographer girl. Like, they, and they had been seeing each other for, like, a couple weeks. Like, three or four weeks. And me and Jacqueline, I almost said it really. Me and Jacqueline <laughs> just had, like, this I can bleep it out blast of a time. I know, I know, I know. We just had this blast of a time. And, like... Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm, I'm not, like, smooth, like, with girls. I don't know. I don't know anyone who actually is. I don't think that's actually a thing. You're I think very people, straightforward. I'm very straightforward. Yeah. And that's the thing, is sometimes I don't know how to, like, play the flirting game. I don't know. That's a whole other conversation. Oh, like, my gosh. Ugh. We'll get but, to that. But, uh, I don't know. Things were just vibing well with this girl, and we started seeing each other, having a good time. She was out of town a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh... And so we started, like, we started seeing each other, like, for about a month. You already told the whole story? Because yeah. it ends pretty interestingly. I mean, well, so so I'll cut back to, to me. And yeah, 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 yeah. My yeah. favorite thing to do, cut back to myself. <laughs> uh, so, meanwhile, I had just gone back to Austin to do a short film with uh, my love and my light, Madeline Demiuga. Uh She and I had written a script... And then she wanted to produce it while we were, or while she was still in Austin. So I flew back to, to act in it. And, um, I just spent so much time around established couples, <laughs> like, like not just couples, but, but like uh, couples of like a mm-hmm. year plus. Yes, exactly. So I was listening to these people and their plans. And I think the final <laughs> I say the final straw was uh, the night before I went back to L.A., I was staying over at my friend uh, Al's house, and he is practically engaged, pretty much. Um, And he and I have known each other since we were five years old. We've been very, very good friends. We're very close. And he was just talking about his boyfriend and talking about, you know, the possibilities in the future and possibly being engaged and blah, blah, blah. And I remember we were drinking beers, and I just go, I'm ready. And he goes, what? And I go, I'm ready. I'm going to be wifed up. I'm ready to be wifed up. I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to be in a relationship. I'm going to go back to L.A. and I'm going to throw myself into it. And we're going to do this. And he's like, I'm cool. I'm proud of you. Awesome. That's so good. And so I flew back to L.A. I downloaded Bumble like the day before I went back to uh-huh. L.A. And then once I was in L.A., I like changed my status and did all my stuff. And the day I got back, I matched with this guy. Who I was so, and for me, it always starts with like a spark or an interest. And it's not even necessarily I look at someone and I go, oh my God, this guy's so hot Mm -hmm. or like whatever. I just, it's always like a, there's just like, oh, I just burped. (laughs) There's there's something about this person that's really, every single person I've ever been involved with, it has started with like a, like an 
a peaked interest. Yeah, like, like uh, I mean, that's how, yeah, totally. Like, I want to... There's always like, a draw wanna, for specific exactly. people. And so I've never been the kind to get to know someone and then suddenly discover something. It's always been from the very Absolutely. beginning a spark. I think it's kind of the same for me, in a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it, so I see this person, and I end up matching with him and a couple... Or I end up swiping right on him and a couple other people. And then I remember I laid down to take a nap because I had a really early flight in. I got home, swiped on this person, went to sleep, woke up having matched him, and then messaged him, and then we start talking. We go out the next night, and uh, it was just, like, such a fun date. That's good. And I was so... But it was my first Bumble date ever, Uh and I told him that pretty early on because I drank my beer really quickly. We went out to this bar, and we were talking, and I drank my beer so fast. And I am not a fast drinker at all. Yeah, like, I either. usually, especially with beer. And he kind of pointed it out and sort of teased me a little bit about it. And I was like, I'm really nervous. And I just sort of was like, let's just classic. Let's just just let, fucking do it. Classic Charlotte. Let's just throw everything on the table all at once. And I was like, well, I've never been on a Bumble date. And he goes, are you serious? You never. And I was like, no, like, I've never. I don't think that's that weird. Well, I, it, he was, it wasn't that he thought it was weird. It was just, he was a little more surprised. Sure, and I think sure, just sure, like sure. who, who I was. And because later in the date, he told me, he said that I like exuded confidence and hey, I was like, that's, that's fun and hilarious. Cause mm, I disagree, but whatever. But, but he said that. Now in that moment, hang on. Oh, you said something interesting there. Now, in that moment, you may may have not uh, felt confident, but if he's like reporting back confidence, that's confidence, baby. That's you're doing. You know it. what? You that's, know what you're doing. That's it. actually I never thought of it. You that know what? Way, like because like because like like while you still may be feeling that way, I'm not like denying that you're feeling that way. Right, that, yeah, that's a yeah, legitimate feeling. But uh, a lot of it is just how you appear to other people, and I don't mean that in a way that you should feel judged. I just mean that like if he's reporting back like you looked confident, then mm-hmm. you know what, dude, you were probably killing it. Hey. And you're probably doing better than you think you were. That's so nice. We had drinks the night I went out with him. Was that when you took that picture? Yeah, when we took the... There is a picture. There's a... Listeners. (laughs) Listeners, there's a picture on my desk. This picture is a picture of uh, me, Charlotte York, and Jordan Maranto. At a fancy-ass bar in the Grove. Drinking. What drinking? You know what Chance was drinking? Fucking white White Russians. White (laughs) Russians. Uh, but I remember, and also what I remember so specifically is I showed you a picture of this guy and you said, he's cute. He's very your type. Yes. And that made me laugh. Good. Um, cause he was and he, is. Ooh, he was and is still because he is still alive. He is still a person somewhere. that exists. Bumbleboy. Yeah. Bumbleboy Flying around exists. with his little bumblebee wings. <laughs> Flapping around. Bumbleboy. Playing fucking bass in a band somewhere. Oh, Bumbleboy now for sure knows who he is. Bumbleboy is never gonna hear this. Bumbleboy, if you're listening, years. if you're listening, I love you. That's just for you. I don't know him. We don't love. No, him. no, no. Listen, it's just if just if he's listening. That's it. Okay. Well, we're gonna get to this. I later just wanted on. him to have a special message. Well, he's a we're dick. gonna we're gonna take. No, he's the worst. He's a bad person. <laughs> he's not a bad person. He's I just, just wanted him to feel hurt. You know. Bumbleboy, we hear you. You existed. It was a time in our lives. We dated for like a month. It was cool. Whatever. Later. Anyway, so so we went on this date, and I thought it was hilarious because he brought up at the end of the date, you you know, beginning of the date, end of the date, connected all, uh, when we were making out. 
Well, he uh, inappropriate listeners. I'm oh, so sorry. Uh, listeners, uh, explicit content warning. <laughs> Charlotte has kissed a human. I've never kissed a boy in my life. How dare you? Know you know what? Just kidding. Um, I've kissed a few boys. I'll just I'll just say you know I've kissed a few boys. All right. I've kissed a couple of girls. Hey, me too. Let's high five away from the mic so it's not super loud. <laughs> All right. Um, but he brought up at the end of the day when we're like making out and obviously it's going very well. He just pulls away and goes, so how's your first bubble date going? And that, in <laughs> nice. that, and that's why I dated him. That's why I dated him for a month. That's why I kept talking to him. Cause I was like, Ooh, he's funny. He's funny. He's clever. It was cute. He's in a band. Good for him. He's I'm in a, a band. I'm a big fan of it. He was from Wisconsin, which oh, I liked. Wisconsin. Because it was Wisconsin. Uh, I liked because it was so different from my own experience. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, and so I like that. He told me a story about uh, yeah, Wisconsin, Texas slash Massachusetts. Yeah, very. Right? Where are you from up north? You're from somewhere up north, <laughs> Connecticut. Connecticut. Close, though. My Close, bad, dude. Though. Honestly, if anyone says Northwest, it's Maine or Massachusetts. Those are the only two things that exist up there. <laughs> Stephen King or Boston. <laughs> exactly. Those are the only That's two it. options. That's it. That's it. That's literally it. That's it. That's it. Literally. Dairy Maine. What? Horrible podcast. Horrible. Uh, follow at Horrible Pod on Twitter. Follow. Shameless. Follow at Love Drunk Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Follow your favorite celebrities to keep up with them because they you probably like. You them. don't. You don't have to like their stuff. You don't have to like it, but like they you can notice, follow it. But you know? follow it though. I have never liked a celebrity's Instagram I have. ever. I have absolutely. Why? Why wouldn't you? It feels because like you're actively against it. liking it. Yeah, that I'm not matter. actively. What, it's, it's more. It's more for like. We're talking about love, Chance. Let's pull away from. Hey, Charlotte. Subject. I'm just the guest. I'm. <laughs> I'm just the guest here. Anyway, you were dating a girl you really liked. I was dating a boy I really liked. We were like, hey, this. Look at us. We're dating people. I remember we actually. I was out at a club. After the date, uh-huh. and you and I were texting, you are like, I'm seeing this awesome girl. Her name is Jacqueline. Here's her Instagram. Look at her. Nice. She's super hot. And I'm like, yeah. dude, she's dude. super hot. Dude. <laughs> no, she was yeah. super Can confirm. Was super hot. Can confirm. Total babe. And I, I texted you something along the lines of like, look at us. We're dating people yeah. who like us and we like them. How good of yeah. us to do that. And on the, on the subject of her being like, a total babe, mm-hmm. that is, like, I was totally intimidated by this girl at first. Like, I really felt as though I was not uh, up to par. Mm-hmm. really felt I was batting out of my league in a way, you know what I mean? And it took me a second to feel sort of comfortable in this uh, this this uh, short relationship with right. her. You know? But I eventually got used to it. It's just, you know, that's like mm-hmm. a, that's a, that's a struggle of some relationships. You know? Because she, she she's doing, like, the Instagram model stuff you know she has like a large amount of followers on instagram and like her sort of that was like her thing you know Mm -hmm. it was dope it was just it was weird for me to sort of like i don't know i don't know it was weird to feel that she like could be into me well i was about to say funny enough i was about to say on the opposite end of that but i guess it is the same if we're looking at like boy girl sure um i was getting a lot of like insecurities from bumble boy him saying like you know, I would talk to him about how great he was and blah, blah, blah. And he'd be like, I don't know why you think that I'm not that great, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, no, you're great. You're great. You are. And honestly, I will say this, and I'm a little ashamed of this, but, you know, he'd say these things and I'd think, oh, 
he is not confident enough to pursue anyone else. So I'm, like, in. Like, this is... We're, like, done. And I know that that's an awful thing to think, but that's kind of what I thought because he would present all these insecurities and stuff. And so I was like, this cannot possibly... Because my... Probably my greatest insecurity of relationships, involvement, whatever, is people kind of turning around and being like, this isn't what you thought it was. This... You misinterpreted everything. Okay, okay. So him... Him showing some vulnerability led you to feel uh, as though he was just being truthful. Yeah. And that's good. I'm also okay, not used to boys being truthful with me. Sure, sure. I'm used to, and, and it's funny because during this I remember, so if you remember Bumble Boys in a band, and he said something, I said something like, uh, I'd love to hear you play sometime. He said, we have two shows coming up, I'll invite you to them. And I texted you and said, he said he'd invite me to his shows. Yes. But I don't know if that's actually going to happen. And Chance responded, of course it's going to happen. He said he'd invite you. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, listeners, uh, he did not invite me yeah. to the shows. I don't blame you. For th- I blamed you for that for like two seconds. Why would you ever like blame a- me for that? What do you want me to say? Oh, he's not going to call. You- he's not going to tell you. To- Come on. I mean, my role when you come to me with these things... No, 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 listen, you... hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When you come to me with these things, Charlotte, my role is to be supportive. My role is to be supportive. Other friends I, I can, like, you... push back on, you know? <laughs> I say, that's actually very true, because I say right now that I want you to be truthful, but also, he's shaking his head at me right now. <laughs> Chance knows. Chance and I, I have had these, and this is why, honestly, this is why I love doing <laughs> this with people whose romantic history I know, with people who, you know, I I know our friendship very uh-huh. well. We once had a conversation. I remember we were sitting in traffic in Austin, Texas, and you said, I have to be a little nicer to you than anyone else. I do, I do. I put on a little... Uh... Little, little little softer touch. Yeah, you know? he does. He he still he tells me Sure, sure. You, you give me your straightforward opinion. Of course, always. You just sugarcoat it. I sugar I, I sugarcoat it. And maybe, I say I don't want that. Maybe but... I slide it over to you instead uh-huh. of like throwing my opinion mm-hmm. at you. It's like a like a yeah. hey. You mm-hmm. know? And that's okay. Everyone's that's different okay. with, with Everyone's like with uh different. with Gage, I'll scream at him. You know? <laughs> that's the roommate. He named him. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Everyone knows! The whole thing's ruined! Oh, we gotta start over. Uh, anyway, so we we had, we oh, had right. a parallel so, relationship. So I, I was feeling insecure with this girl. But things got better. Yeah. Started dating each other. Seeing yeah. each other regularly. She'd go in and out of town. I was going in and out of town. Uh, so we, we kept speaking. And I don't think we were seeing other people. I think it was, like, exclusive. We never talked about it. But she'd come up. So... I really, I'll tell you what our relationships mostly consisted of was like the occasional daytime hangout where she'd come over, we'd watch some TV or something. Mm-hmm. She liked like Stranger Things, she liked that, into it. Um, Stranger Things came up in my relationship as did well. Did it really? That's there. Yeah. Well, it was right out around. It was the same right time. around the same time. Um, yeah, it's important. Uh, and this, uh, and then we, she'd stay the night, you know. Shenanigans. You know, shenanigans. Uh, and then sometimes, most of the time, though, it was a, like, she'd be out with her friends and, like, she'd, like, co- like come over after. I was pretty much a booty call for a while. Hey, that's fine. That's fine. The no, relationship was understood. It no, was it was fine. a 
I, I still think she. I don't think she was seeing anyone else. I still think it was like a mutual. Thing. I was like a mute. I was like her. I was like her only booty call. Well, that's. But, it was but that's. Call. I mean, it's the same. It's a very the same thing for me. Is you know, Bumble Boy would always say like, "Oh, I'm so busy because he worked. He worked like a nine to five job, and then he had the band, and he was like also their like mm-hmm. editor and producer, and like ran all their social media." Yeah. And so I would only go over there at, like, midnight, uh-huh. 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And to me, I was like, this is not a booty call, because he just isn't a... And he would tell me, he's like, I truly totally, just became... Yeah. For, I was working on something 20 minutes before you texted me. I believe it. And I was like, all right, I, I believe it, I'm down for it, cool, whatever. So this is all very innocent yeah. Yeah. right? <laughs> And uh, it was uh, it was cool for a while. Mm-hmm. So she went out a lot, and this is this. I'm reaching the culminating part of my story, Ooh, which is fine. Do you want me to get there? I'm, the I'm down yeah, to go just there. Go I ahead just didn't and know. go ahead and. Tell so them the what uh, oh, man, dude, things were going so well with this girl too. Damn. Um, <laughs> so Jacqueline's out one night, and she texts me. She's like, "Hey, I want to come over," and I was like, "Cool," but I was like, my first response was actually, "Oh, oh, are you still out? That's cool." Huh? Like, like that, like. Total just general comment. What time was it? Oh, God. I think it was like, it was like 1 a.m. or something like that. Okay. It was late. Or maybe okay. midnight, something like that. I don't know. It was mm. late. Definitely pat, like, pat, like midnight or later. Right. So she responds and she says, uh, <laughs> she's like, I should probably tell you about my side gig, huh? I was like, what? What every person is waiting to do. Yeah, for. yeah. Like the, 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 the ideal thing, a, uh, someone you're dating could say Mm -hmm. so i was like i truly like i did not want to deal with it that night because like i'm getting late (laughs) (laughs) i hate to be blunt about it no hey let's be blunt let's um, do it so i was like holy shit that is a conversation for tomorrow because it was late Mm -hmm. already obviously so she comes over we have a good time that night she leaves the next day she has to go get some work done or something um so I ended up texting her. I was like, hey, so what was up with that side gig thing? She's like, it's hard to explain over text. And I was like, holy fucking Christ. What <laughs> could this be? And so she responds by sending me an article. And the title of this article is uh, Confessions of a Former L.A. Karaoke Hostess. Now, <sighs> this part of the story is interesting because uh, TLDR, I break up with the girl because I didn't like her job. The point is, I can, I'll get I can into the also, details if, in a second. I just you wanna... will, but I can also support the fact that if she was trying to sell you on this, she did not send the correct article. Article because Ch- you sent me. The I did. Article I did. And you said so this, this is the thing, and I was like, and I. But that's what I said to you first yeah, and foremost. Absolutely. I said, if this is a job she's doing, this was not the right article to send because no. this is someone coming from a negative yeah. perspective. So this article was written by a woman who had left uh, the job of being an L.A. karaoke hostess. Um, and basically an L.A. karaoke hostess is like a woman who is like hired to spend time with uh, people. I guess it can be anyone. But it's usually businessmen. And it's usually in like a karaoke room. They'll do karaoke with them and stuff. And from the details of this article, nothing that Jacqueline had said to me, nothing that this girl had said to me, all this girl had sent me was this article. This article, the woman who wrote it, uh, left the profession and seemed pretty scorned by it. Yeah. She had a bad time. She felt manipulated. She felt yeah. used. She mm-hmm. felt uh, objectified in a negative way, in a way that she didn't want. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And that's not to say... I, the article didn't feel judgmental, by the way. And I'm not judgmental no. of this job because anyone can make a living the way they want. I would never want anyone to be coerced or forced into this job, obviously. But if someone wants to do this and wants to support themselves in this way, absolutely. And that's also what I said in a sense of if she feels comfortable in this, then that's great. But it looks like this article is from the perspective of someone who did not feel comfortable, who did not no. enjoy this, who is kind of trying to illuminate this. And and it was illuminated for me, for sure. It was, uh, man, the, the, the woman who wrote the article described a lot of lines getting blurred mm-hmm. and a lot of... Uh, you know, with the, the the people they're hanging out with, and that's 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 uncool. So, uh, a background on me, I think this is uh, a lot of people are. I'm a, I'm a pretty jealous person naturally. Obviously, I think that comes from insecurity. I, I'm sure, but uh, I'm a jealous person. Um, usually, it's not too bad. But if the the girl I'm dating, if her job is to like hang out with dudes and sort of like entertain and like flirt and stuff, I'm not saying anything physical is being done. I'm not saying anything wrong is being done. I'm just saying if that's their job, mm-hmm. is to entertain in this way, that makes me uh, jealous, and I, I don't think I could handle that. Mm-hmm. So I, I ended things with this girl. Um, and I didn't tell her initially that it was because of the job, because that's not fun to hear. Yeah. Because... And especially if you're trying to make a living, if you're trying to stay afloat. And L.A. is you a do what you ha- hard it's place. It's hard city, It's a dude. very hard city to live in. Um, I'm... Personally, I'm doing background. I'm doing temp. I tried to do a retail job that was, like, straight out of hell. It was awful. Uh, everything is more expensive here. It's it's hard to make ends meet, so I understand why people do the things that they do. Yeah. So it's hard to say, again, hey, your yeah. job is... Because it's like, because again, I don't judge the job. I mm-hmm. just know that... And this was at a point in this, me and this girl's relationship where things were about to start getting more serious. We were seeing each other more. We were hanging mm-hmm. out more outside of a sort of hookup, sort of uh, uh, booty call situation. It was like, it was a lot more it's just like, like, oh, we'll go out together sh- in the daylight. No, it was like, let's go get lunch. Like, let's go get Ooh, ice cream. You know, lunch. like stuff like that. Um, lunch is what we all aspire to. Which is to. something that I was into. I was mm-hmm. into this girl. Yeah. And that's why I was so disappointed when all this happened. And that's why I knew I had to end it because I knew I couldn't start feeling more for this girl and I would just it would just drive me mad it just drive me mad because with this other like ugh just drive me crazy yeah yeah so I ended things uh, I didn't tell her it was because of the job then it was left kind of ambiguous which is like bad on my end and she came back asking for more and did I, I didn't tell hear you? about oh, this okay. I so didn't she, hear about any of this she I mean she just came back like a week week and a half later like sort of understandably wanting more answers, understanding, mm-hmm. like, why I suddenly dropped off the planet. And I didn't ghost her. would never do that. I, I, I just said ghost. that... Here at Love Drunk, we do not ghost. I just said I, I was not looking for anything serious, which is funny, because that backfired on me, because she was like, oh, I'm not looking for anything serious either, and I was like, fucking shit. Uh, the one yes. time... And that's funny, because I was actually definitely looking for something serious. Mm-hmm. I just knew that it couldn't be with her because of yeah. this job. Um... So I told her that the real reason was the job when she came back, and she did not take it well. I thought I did a pretty good job of explaining that I don't judge the job, that I don't yeah. judge her, just that I personally, like, can't... Oh, I just, like, it would drive me nuts. Yeah. It would drive me nuts. I uh, I'd be I'd be in, in uh, constant paranoia and pain every night for it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um, uh, coming back to my story with jealousy and not being able to accept things and all that jazz, but, uh, was seeing Bubble Boy, we, we never went out on another date, which 
I always, whenever I tell people that, I always have to, like, say, I always have to give excuses for it, where I say, like, oh, he was busy, or oh, this and that and the other, and I was, I was a little more free, blah, blah, blah. Um, because I'm always afraid people are going to look at me and be like, you're so stupid. You knew that that wasn't blah, blah, blah. But it, it trust me, if you were in the situation. Yeah, no one knows. Fuck those people. Fuck uh-huh. those thoughts because yeah. no one knows. No one knows but you. No one knows fuck but them. me. Like, we are the only ones talking. And so, you know, he, he was always Sorry. just, he was busy and I was a little bit less busy. So I was like, I will accommodate your schedule. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, Stranger Things came up because on Halloween, I was texting him like, hey, let's hang out. Oh, he was like, I told my roommates I So you would. didn't end up hanging out with him on Halloween? No. Okay. You were there. You knew this. Well, yeah. I, woke, I don't well, know. Well, I mean, like, you knew me wanting yes, to hang out with him. because I was supposed to hang out with uh, Jacqueline. I almost oh, said I was supposed to hang out the with... The codes are right uh, no, here. I know. I was supposed to hang out with... I almost said it was shortened. Name. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, I was supposed yeah. to hang out with Jacqueline on Halloween, and she got caught up doing uh, cool shit. Yeah. But like, got caught up doing yeah. other stuff and so, ended up sort of bailing on me. Well, I was texting him asking if I could see him after he was. He goes, "Well, I'm marathoning Stranger Things with my roommates," and that was when. And so I texted him and said, "Would it be weird if I came over while your roommates were still up?" And he's like, "Yes and no." And that was the biggest problem with Bumble Boy is he would always start conversations about, like, bigger issues and then immediately, like, shut down and not talk about them. So I would say, well, why is it strange? And he'd be like, oh, I don't know, blah, 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 and then just kind of move on from it. Or he'd say, he'd make these grand statements (laughs) and then just not want to divulge further into them. No, Uh. and it was so stupid. Uh, But... The last week we were seeing each other, he just really wasn't, like, reaching out that much, and he wasn't, and I texted you, and I was mm-hmm. like, is this a normal thing as a person who does not casually date people? Do you know? And he goes, chance goes. <laughs> I think it's pretty normal. I'm not, I'm not blaming you, but I blamed you for two seconds, but, like, he said... You can't blame me, dude. I'm, I'm... I know, I know, I know. Well, that's why I said... Yeah. Two seconds, but... He said, you know, it's normal, he's busy, blah, blah, blah. And he was. And so, uh, the end of our relationship was a little less, I don't know. I mean, we, like, I ended things over text, so, because I didn't really feel like I, actually, I felt like I shouldn't see him in person. I felt like it would be I don't think it it was warranted. Yeah. I I think the small little part of my brain that was like, oh, he will try harder if I'm there in person, it was taken over by the sensible part of my brain that was like, no, if he wants this, then he will fight for it, you know? Yeah. That's the thing. That's that's an important love lesson, I think, Mm -hmm. that I learned a long time ago is that, yeah, you should fight for love, but if it's not fighting for you back... Yeah. Uh, then you it's, shouldn't it's be not chasing it, it. You know what I mean? uh, so that last week I reached out to him a lot uh, he had a show that he did not invite me to I told him I wasn't doing anything that night and he was like oh well I gotta get ready for my show so I'll talk to you later and I was like cool this is done like this is pretty yeah. much over uh, and we were talking it was a Saturday night we were talking and, and I was saying some, I, I said that I wanted to come over and he's like I have a show early tomorrow uh, but rain check, like, I'll see you later. And I was like, okay. And I thought we were done. I thought we were going to sleep. I thought it was over. And then he texted me and said, I have to admit, I've been pretty busy lately. 
And I was like, yeah, I assume so, because he hadn't been, like, as, you know, into it. And so we were talking, and I, you know, told him I liked him and told him I wanted to keep seeing him, and then he said, he said, uh, by the way, I'm dating around. Separate message. Don't be mad. Separate message. (laughs) Unsure face. Uh, for those of you who don't know, unsureface is colon backslash. So it's as if someone is making like a mm, face. And that's when I looked at it and I was like, cool, this is done forever. Yeah, that's definitely like Because a- I, and you know, and for a hot second, and even a little while after it was over, I sort of was like, did I make the wrong decision? Should I have like kept seeing him casually? But I knew personally that if he wasn't making time for me, then. And then yeah. he would never make time for me now. Like, that was not going to be a thing. And it's so, good that you knew that, though. Well, yeah, yeah, I like, needed some convincing. Yeah. But um, I remember I went to the gym, and I was, like, pushing weights and crying at the gym <laughs> this day. As, as, as uh, one does. As one does. Just tears streaming down my face while I'm Blasting, doing, like, raging arms. against the machine. Just, just, yeah. <laughs> It was awful, and there was one person at the gym, he walked past me and looked like he was about to, like, ask me if I was okay, and then he just kept walking, and I was like, I appreciate that. Good that he that. left you alone. Good yeah. that he left me alone. He saw it was a personal mm-hmm. cry, not a, uh, I need help cry. Exactly. So, uh, so then I went home, and I texted him, and I was like, hey, I've been thinking about it a lot, and I think you and I want different things, and it would be best if we didn't see each other anymore. Nice. Uh, thank, uh, what did I say? I was like, glad, glad I got a chance to get to know you, good luck with the band, and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then he didn't respond for four hours, and then he said, as you wish. And that was the last thing he ever said. <laughs> what a fucking weird response <laughs> Yeah. To that. As you wish, like some as Princess Bride wish. shit, which I, um, sidebar, was I love Princess Bride. I love Princess Bride, and part of me Who was the like, says, as you what? wish. Uh, yeah, but that was it, and then that was done. And you and I were done pretty much around the same time. Yep. Mm-hmm. God, what a stupid couple months that was. Yeah, that was it a sucks, dumb... dude. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I had a good time in mine. I had a good time in mine, too. They didn't work out. And they did not work out. But now I gotta ask you. You believe in love, Chance Stewart? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. a fucking... You know this of me, the listeners mm-hmm. don't. I'm a I'm a sucker for romance, man. Chance all is I have a ever sucker for romance. All I've ever wanted was to be in love. And man, when you are in love, God, I mean it's I've only I think I've only been in love like once in my life and I it hurt. You know, like it, it feels so good that it hurts. And then when it's like bad, it hurts like really bad. You know? Um See, I've, I've seen love. I have witnessed love, never experienced love for myself. And maybe that's my fascination with it. It's yeah. because I believe it exists because I've seen it in other people, but... Yeah. I mean, you're you know, young, you've still got tons of time to experience it, of course. You know? Chance? Uh, yes. Yeah, I guess You I are young. Yeah, of course we are. Both yeah. young. Right? About yeah. to turn 25. Ah! I'm not... You're younger than me. You're about to hit that quarter-life crisis. Ooh, High five been... away from the mic. I've been preparing for that quarter-life crisis for years now. You know what, dude? I had a premature quarter-life crisis. I'm going to have a pre-quarter-life crisis. I'm going to hit it at 23. 
I hit there. mine at 21 or 22. Yeah, you I feel think. like. Well, also, it didn't help that I had younger friends. Yeah. Like, when I turned 21, most of my friends were turning 19. That's very true. So, that was, that was a tough, tough, yeah. tough And then when you me. were in, like, a big college, all your friends were younger. Yeah. Yeah. That was rough. Yeah. And then there was a child bride, which made me feel even older. Oh, child bride. Dating people younger than you is something I have almost never done. Don't do it. It's weird. I mean, I didn't date child bride. A lot of people date people younger than them, though. That's the thing. That's like, that's like a, like. Well, that's, and that's me a lot of the time, is I feel like even throughout, like, high school and pre-college, I've always been attracted, but it's also kind of like who I've been surrounded by as well. Sure. Um, But yeah, and I also understand child bride is not a very nice nickname. He was he was an adult. He was consensual. Everything was fine. We're all good. But you're looking at the list. I'm looking at the list because there's a name missing that I want to bring up. Hang on. If you have a pen, you can I put do it have down. a pen somewhere. Um, uh, you mentioned the term child bride. Yes. That reminds me of a very important relationship I've had in my life. That uh... <laughs> Chance Stewart is adding a name to our code list. Uh, Ooh, yep. So, while he's doing this, I will add backstory to the term child bride. There are actually a lot of child brides that exist in the world, and it's not a funny... It's not a funny funny. take on, like, a very serious topic of, like, children being, like, married off. That's not what this is. That's not what we're doing. So, Chance and I worked at a place... A restaurant. Uh, a we don't restaurant. need to name it. Yeah. We worked at a restaurant, and we had a good friend of ours. She got divorced... You know, in her late 20s, and she started dating younger men. No shame in that. But she, she started this. She started calling them child bride. Yep. So anytime one of us would date date and or sleep with someone younger than us, they were child brides. And it was always by a nominal margin, obviously. Like, like, like Jacqueline was a couple years older than me, but I would not like consider myself no. like a child. No. Mine was well uh, it was 20 versus 24. So that's I think a, that's, that that's 4 years is enough. That's that's child bride status for yeah. sure. And so I started calling mine child bride because she had child bride and then she had child bride 2.0 yep. and then and then child bride then, 3.0 oh, which Chance, is Chance Stewart. Chance Stewart child bride 3.0. Woo. And he just, I love how you just, so, what is uh, the nickname for this? Uh, I, Miranda. I dated a woman. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, dated a woman named Miranda. Her name was Miranda. Her name was, was Miranda <laughs> and I, uh, good times, good times with Miranda. So to summarize, you do believe in love. Oh, absolutely. I totally believe in love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, t- t- hit me with these questions. I'm talking about myself, yeah, but I want to hear these about, questions. Let's talk about some questions. Um, are you going to get married and can I come? Yes, and yes. Thank um, I'm a God. sucker for romance, as previously mentioned. I do want to get married. My parents have an incredible marriage, and I, I, I respect and love them very much, and I want just their exact... I want it all. I want I want to have a, a, a boy first and then a girl 17 months. Like, I, I want the whole thing. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I, I believe would, in love, and of course you're coming. Of course. Thank God. Of course. Thank God. Uh, remember Drunken New Year's when I texted our good friend who's getting married? But I didn't know. They're getting married relatively young. Yes. And I'm going to have him on the show. We we talked yes. about it. Yes. Mr. 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 Luke, Luke Mayer. Uh, who what is engaged. I was just hanging at, out with him earlier today. Is he 20 or 21? He's 21. 21. He's yeah. 21. So he's 21 and engaged. 
We're gonna have him on. Twenty one. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna. Ooh, I'm you can have Josh on. He's already married. Twenty one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna have all these people on. Um, Lots but, of perspectives. But I got drunk, as I do sometimes. And uh, when someone gets married at twenty one, you don't know. Weddings it's, are expensive. It, yeah. You don't know what their budget is. And Luke and I were very close uh, because we did a film over the summer. We did play boyfriend, girlfriend, so we were in every single scene together. A feature-length film, FYI. A feature-length film. We became basically nocturnal for it. Uh, and so he and I got very close, and I knew he was getting married, and he let me know before he even proposed to his girlfriend. He sent me a picture of the ring and was like this is happening this week and i cried and died and just recorded a video of me like screaming i think um but i didn't know if i was gonna get invited to the wedding of course so you will though um okay well i didn't know at the time so i my drunk self decided that i should just text him and i said and i quote please invite me to your wedding I will be the best guest. I will cry and everything. Love you. Happy New Year. <laughs> That's amazing. And he texted me back and said, of course you're invited. And I was like, oh my God, I'm invited to the wedding. You haven't been in a bridal party yet, have you? Mm-hmm. Or anything like that? I See, I've been, been I've been a best party. man already at a wedding. I knocked it out of the... I already, I already did it. That's nuts. How I, did you survive that close to true love? Um, so... Fun fact, actually, about that wedding. So there, there was a photographer. There were mm-hmm. pictures taken. Right. None of the pictures of me are usable of the actual ceremony because I'm crying <laughs> the whole time. My fa- and I'm uh, listeners. I don't have a pretty cry. A lot of people look really pretty when they cry. Charlotte, for one, is a pretty crier. I've seen it for sure. Hey, that's a good compliment, right? Oh my god! I've seen you cry a lot. Which I've are, never like, had that <laughs> chance to see me cry a lot. A lot. He's also heard me cry a lot because I call him on the phone when I'm crying. Hey, but hey, you're a pretty crier. Oh, baby. Um, uh, I'm not, and that's fine. I'm not. I'm not subconscious about I've it. I've seen you cry maybe once or twice in our. You've friendship. heard me cry. I've heard. I've you called cry. you ball yeah. like a poor girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've heard you cry a lot. I have seen you cry maybe once or twice. Really? When yeah. was the time you saw me cry? I saw I'm you cry my twenty first birthday weekend. My weekend. I saw you cry. Oh, I totally did. Yeah, <laughs> the first totally time I was ever cried. drunk. Uh huh. <laughs> Wait, really quick. Uh, 20, <laughs> my twenty first birthday was the first time Chance had ever gotten drunk. My twenty second birthday was the first time Chance ever blacked out, and then my twenty third birthday, I was like, Chance. You just gotta die. I gotta like, die. You gotta die. Thank That's God I had step. rehearsal. He had a rehearsal. He could not come to my 23rd birthday. I still have not forgiven him for that, but it's fine. He's Couldn't come to your 24th either. Either the 25th. Yeah, because you were, hey, 25th, we're gonna, we're gonna party we're it up. We're partying oh, up, man. That's gonna be a birthday. None of my friends, not none of my friends, uh, there were a handful of friends. A lot of my best friends were out of the state when I turned mm-hmm. 24. And as a birthday princess, did not appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, thought everyone should have dropped everything they were doing to come back and celebrate my 21st birthday, obviously. Would have been a little difficult. Yeah, no, I know. I understand that. My sensible brain understands that. Uh, but my sensitive brain was like, my friends, they're gone. Uh, 25th birthday is going to be different, though. Yeah. It's going to be good. Totally. It's going to be good. It's going to be good and great. I feel like I saw you crying a different time, and I can't I don't think you have. Really? I really don't think you have. I think... I don't even know that that cry on that twenty first birthday weekend wasn't even like a really. It wasn't even cry. a real. It was like no, no, no. a little like it like was I was a little, emotional. You were emotional because you were like I'm drunk. 
Also, fun fact, listeners, I was with Chance the first time he ever drank tequila. And that is a thing that I will never let him forget ever in the entire world. You know, it's funny, though. I always, every time I drink tequila and I'm with a group of people that have never heard the story, I bring it up. I say, oh, I say, <laughs> you know when the first time I had tequila was? And they're always like, they always present their story or something. And it's yeah. like, like, and then oh, like, like I was six. Your story. Oh, and they were like, they're like, oh, I was 16 and drinking at my parents. That's like basically a sister's story. She was like staying over to friends and like, like sipped some tequila oh once and then threw it up. Like some, something like I was backstage mm-hmm. at the House of Blues in mm-hmm. Dallas at an ACDC tribute band concert, and it was the greatest night I've ever had. We were just watched the whole stage from back, the whole show from backstage. Mm-hmm. I am a huge ACDC fan. Miss uh, Charlotte York, Charlotte Rose. Uh, I don't ever know what to refer to you. Don't as. tell them my real name. How dare I? How dare you, Charlotte? Miss uh, Miss Charlotte here uh, mm-hmm. is good friends with an ACDC tribute band. And I got to see them, and man, what a night. And yeah. I had tequila backstage at the House of Blues for that. Shout out to Nikki Tyler for making it all possible. Shout my, out to Nikki. Oh, my, I'm such my a My best fan. friend since the third grade, she made it possible. She is a photographer for this ACDC cover band that is a very popular. Tribute band. Tribute band. How sorry, fucking sorry, sorry. dare oh, you? <laughs> so sorry, I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh... <gasps> Yeah, so, but she is, she's been their photographer for years and years, and so I've always gotten to go backstage, and then I brought Chase backstage, and then he drank tequila. Holy shit, man. What a cool time. What a cool time. time. Hit me up with another question, girl. Yo, let's let's talk about another question. Get back on love. Let's get back on love. I'm all about. We're talking about ACDC cover bands. I'm all about ACDC cover bands. But let me me talk about Oh, this, I feel like this would be good. We're in a good spot for this. Give it to me. Um. Do you want to like low key curse someone? So yeah, yeah. Uh, new audiences of Love Drunk, which is everybody, because this is the first episode. First episode, uh, guys. When we lo- when we low key curse someone, we're not saying we want them to die. We want anything really actually bad to happen to them. We're just saying a thing that only they will understand. Uh, that, you know, you just want to put out into the world. This was actually inspired by Thanksgiving Chance and I went to, where we all went around the room and talked about the first person who ever broke our heart. And at the end of our story, we'd give the name and everyone would say, fuck this person. Dude, what a therapeutic thing that was. It was such a therapeutic thing. And me, maybe this is so naive of me. Do it with your friends. But guys. I truly believe that somewhere out there in the great world, wide, the great wide world, not that they actually had a negative reaction, but they just felt something. I, there was you know? a, there was a shift in the universe when these the, when exactly. these energies are sent out. There's a shift exactly. in the universe. Exactly. So I will when go ahead and say when the energies are sent out, there's a shift in the universe run by lizard people. I just watch a lot of Alex Jones videos <laughs> just to see how crazy. That. No, 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 no. Don't do I don't that. believe any of them. Obviously, mm. I would never. You know, I'm a hardcore liberal to my to my soul. It was mainly just like because he's bonkers. He does this like three hour interview with Joe Rogan. Anyways, no, I know. I Sorry. my. My brother is a big Alex Jones listener. Oh, we should True talk story. about that another time. Yeah, we'll talk about that off um, air. We'll talk about how disappointed. So, what was I the <laughs> what was the question? Uh, it was Loki cursing someone. Loki cursing someone. If you want an yes, example, yes, 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 yes. I will go ahead and do it. and do mine. Loki cursing someone. Uh, I hope your tomato plant fucking dies. Loki curse. Nice. Put That's out good. The They're gonna know that. Mm-hmm. My let me. Do you think about one? Oh, I know exactly who it is. I don't know what to say. Um, Just say the first thing that pops up. 
Your drunk brain. Trust your drunk brain. Hey, I really liked you. Why didn't you? I, I had a really good time. Sorry you didn't. Sorry you're embarrassed. <gasps> Boom! Oh, sorry. That's not even a bird, dude. That's not even a bird. That's just like that's me apologizing for myself. Don't apologize. Hey, what hey. did I say? Rule number two. You know what, don't Charlotte? Apologize. You laid some rules out earlier, and don't one of those apologize. rules was don't apologize. Was don't apologize. What I want to say, you know what? My curse is not going to be a single sentence because okay, no, uh, I'm maybe. not limiting to that. Look. Look, person, mm-hmm. you're at a really good time, and I'm sorry you didn't. I'm, I, I wish, I wish you didn't feel as embarrassed about everything as you did, because like I'm cool not continuing things, but like, damn, it doesn't feel good to, to feel like like uh, like you're uh, embarrassed or regret actively. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. what I mean. So I hope. Like I hope you don't regret it actively, personally, That's, because I, 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 because I, I care about you, and I don't, I don't, I don't want that to be ever a thought in your brain. Cool. That's not a curse at all. It's not Chance a curse. Failed, failed the question. I can't curse anyone, dude. Failed I can't. The question. You don't have enough spite in you. I You're don't. You're not a real Slytherin. How fucking dare you? I'm real Slytherin. I got so much spite. In Remember when I used soul? to make fun of you for being a Slytherin? Yeah. Chance thought he was a Gryffindor. I was for a while. I think it flipped. There's two sides of the same coin. They're so similar. Well, see, here's the thing is I think that, you know, I'm, I'm like, very sweet, but I'm also, like, very self-serving. Mm-hmm. And I'm very, like, ooh, I'll step on your face Well, I think I think want. mainly the reason that I don't curse anyone is mm-hmm. because I'm usually the person being cursed. Well, I'm ooh. usually the... the mm, that's the, true. I'm, I'm the asshole in a lot of situations. Yeah, no, that's true. Can confirm. Wow. You're saying you curse me? I haven't cursed you. I have known people who cursed you. Yeah. Their they code said? name isn't written down, so we would their would their code name it. would their code name maybe be like uh oh. <laughs> like something like that? Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. But not that one, obviously. No, no, no. But no, like not that, that one. like Yeah. Wow, I can't even spell it. <laughs> I knew who you were talking about. You didn't have to spell it. That's uh, fine. They're happy now. No, it's so happy now. That's and good that's the good thing. Um, it's, it, uh, yeah. No, wow, I, you know what's funny? Because I totally spited that person, who I'm going to call Brittany, mm-hmm. uh, for someone in my life I'm going to call Angela. Yeah. Um, I was there. Yeah. I saw it all. <laughs> Remember earlier when I mentioned that I was only in love once? It uh-huh. was with Angela. Really? Absolutely. Okay. With all my heart. Oh. In, a, in a way that... I, I can, I can see in that. A way, we, went in to a... the, we went to the mall, and I remember us, we were walking through Forever 21, and you were just like telling me how much you loved Angela. Yep. There's a... You know what's... That's super interesting. I, I'm, I'm interested for you to experience like your first like real love, because mm-hmm. I thought I'd experience... I had dated... Before I dated Angela, I dated Jill. Yeah, I mentioned earlier, and well, Jill, all of I dated us on thought and that oh. Jill was, and I think that you did too. And all of us were like, all oh. of us thought, yeah, because I dated Jill yeah. on and off for like four years, and she was also four years older than me, mm-hmm. which is like a thing. Like, and like, also, all of your friends were very like we were. Jill didn't go to our school, but we were very involved with Jill. Yeah, still, Jill was around she, a lot. Like, Jill was around a lot, and so we kind of, I, I, yeah. And I thought I loved Jill, and like I, I still look back so fondly on that. Obviously, she means a lot to me, but mm-hmm. I don't think I experienced true, like, you, like heart hurting love w- until I, I dated Angela. Well, and I think that that's the thing about love is that I think it's very easy to think that you have experienced it. Yeah, 
because uh, I remember being 14 and uh, <laughs> Kyle, ah. who uh, broke my damn heart, and he was he was like my first kiss, my first, not everything, but my first a lot of things. Um, and I remember after that ended, just like sitting in my sister's car and she, t- and you know, to the credit of my sister, she so accepted all of my feelings as very true and very real. And she is, how old is she? She's three and a half years older than me. So when I was like, just to put it in, into perspective, when I was a freshman in high school, she was a senior in high school. And so she very much said, like, you loved him, and that's okay. Like, it's very okay that you loved him and you were heartbroken. And I remember she and I uh, got McDonald's and parked in the park near our house and, like, laid the seat backs. Like, and it was very, like, Ladybird listening to Crash with her best friend. Not yet. Ladybird. I have that movie pass. I'll be seeing it soon. Well, we'll go. I'll go with you. But uh, there's a part, like, she and I were laying, and that's, I think that that's why I identified so much with Lady Bird, because she and I were just laying back in our seats, like, listening to sad songs. I was, like, eating chicken, just being like, I'm heartbroken. Um, And then you get older and you realize, it's so funny, because love is so much more than you thought it was. However, when your heart is broken, it's still, like, I'm 24 years old, I'm almost 25, and... When I feel that heartbreak, it is it's the same as yeah. when I was fourteen. You know, is it? Yeah, because mine feels different. Where does your? This is a question. I didn't even play. Give this. it to me. Yeah. Where does your? Uh, where does your heartache live? Like in your body physically? If s- you had to pinpoint it, where is it? Like being punched in the gut. Like a direct, like, oh god, it's, I'm getting emotional just even like thinking about that feeling that Get that emotional. gives you, Do you it. know. But like, it it catches you off guard because mm-hmm. you don't think the person is going to hurt you. Yeah. And then they even if even if you see it sort of coming, you mm-hmm. don't think it's going to happen. And then when it does, it yeah. it you, you know that oh god. I think my least favorite feeling in the world is getting the wind knocked out of me. Mm-hmm. You know when you were a kid. And you'd fall really hard, and you'd hit your mm-hmm. hit like land on your back, and your air would be knocked uh, out. Of one you time, I I threw a basketball into the, and I am so bad at sports, and I like it literally. I threw it, and it hit the board, and and it hit me directly in the stomach. Exactly, so I know exactly See, what you're talking about. When you land on your back really hard or something, and the, the wind gets knocked out of you, and you can't breathe for like two seconds, mm-hmm. like two seconds of very yeah. real pain, terror, where you mm-hmm. don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. That's what that feels like. That's what that feels like to me. Uh, mine is in my arms. My mm-hmm. arms have like a, I call it, I used to call it roller coaster arms because before I would go on a roller coaster, I would get this, it was like the shooting, not Almost like pain. blood rushing. Almost. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a shooting feeling in my arms and that's when I feel like worthless or when I feel like unloved or something like that, I get the shooting pain down my arms and it's so strange because um I you know even when I was in therapy for a little while she talked about so I went to therapy and was uh my therapist was also a trained coach 
who like was like a life coach. Oh, sure. And so she would also give me like practical, like I want you to do this homework and blah blah blah. And uh, she was amazing, and I I do I really did appreciate my time with her. Um, but I feel like the ending of all therapy is sort of like I've run out of things to talk about. And I've had this conversation with you before where where I've talked about if I go to therapy, it would probably be like, I'm sad. And they'd be like, why are you sad? And I'd say, for this reason. And then that would be it, you know? So that's why I don't continue to do that. But I, she would pinpoint certain feelings of you carry this here and you carry, like, you carry anger, like, in your heart and you carry this wherever. And I always thought it was so strange because she said you carry sadness, like, in your gut, but I never did. I always carried it, like, in my nervous system. And it was always, it always shot up and down my arms. And I was like, if I could just cut my arms off or mm-hmm. open, like, ugh, I could express all Do of this. Do you think this. it feels like it comes out as almost like a, like an... Like an energy you need to express, like through your outer limbs, like mm-hmm. because that's the thing you can't probably, move. Like you're like, and that's you're probably done why that way, I write, you know? and I Absolutely. and I and I talk about it, and I say I write the crazy out of my head. If you if it's... you played an instrument, you'd play that instrument. You know what I mean? I wish I played. That's that the, that's what I mean, though. Like like when I'm upset, mm-hmm. and my my extremities need to release, mm-hmm. I I I play an instrument. You know, and I write, and so it's that's but that's the thing is it kind of shoots out of you. Absolutely, yeah, for sure, yeah. Ugh. Any other questions? Uh, what are your, what are your, what are your, it's okay if oh, not. I, 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 uh, what's your, I want your, I want your uh, love song and your breakup song. Your favorite oh, love song, your favorite breakup song. Oh, okay. Easy. Easy. I immediately come to me, mind. Okay, okay. I'm going to start with breakup song. Let's start with breakup song. Breakup song, Patience by Guns N' Roses. Okay. <laughs> if you haven't, please watch the music video. Anyone. When I was in the eighth grade, my first experience, what I thought was heartbreak, that was the song. I swear to God, if you looked at like my iTunes count of that song back when I was in just the eighth grade, I'm talking like I. I here's the thing: in the in the age of Spotify and Google Play, I miss iTunes telling me how often I listen to the. You song. can still find those things; they're just harder to find. Um, my yeah, my breakup song is for sure. Patience by Guns N' Roses. It has been since the the first time I broke up with the girl. Um, mm-hmm. If you've never listened to the song, watch the music video. Stay till the end of the song. Yeah. Stay till the end because the end is a climactic moment. Axl Rose sings his little heart out, jumps because uh. he's chill till, for the most of the song. Right, and it's just all it's all acoustic slash. Mm-hmm. It plays its beautiful acoustic solo. That song also taught me how to whistle. There's a whistling <gasps> thing in the beginning, and that's like how I learned how to whistle. You, I I would I whistle along to that song, and then I just like learned how to be on pitch and whistle. And now I'm like a pretty dope whistler. Um, would you like uh. to know uh, my love song? Yes! Oh my god. Where yes. yes, tell me. My love song, song is, uh, this is going to make several people laugh, if they ever listen. Girl by Jukebox the Ghost is... Oh! <laughs> I know, right? right? My headphones just fell off. Yeah, uh, she, she, her head flew back in such... Uh, that song uh, uh, <laughs> exemplifies everything I've ever mm-hmm. like felt and wanted in a relationship, yeah. and... Uh, uh, after I did it, it was mainly my song with this girl, Angela, that I mm-hmm. mentioned before, the one that really, yeah. like, I felt mm-hmm. true, true love for for the first time, I feel. Um, the song was with her, and it was funny because before we started, ever started dating, I showed her this song. She went away for uh, a semester abroad. Mm-hmm. She came back, and I had forgotten that I'd shown her that song ever. We started dating, started seeing each other, and I was like, hey, 
I want you to listen to this song because it reminds me of you and how I feel about you. So I shouted this song, and she started weeping. Started actively weeping uh. in this car, and I didn't understand. I was so confused. I was like, why are you crying? I'm showing you this song for the first time. Why would you be crying? She said, you showed me this song a long time ago, and I've listened to it a lot. And you, I've thought of you every time I've listened to it. I, I, Did you cry? I think that was the night I fell in love with that girl. Uh, that's disgusting and beautiful. It's beautiful. It it's beautiful. Because if you ever listen, no, you should, uh, listeners, you should listen yeah. to the song Girl by Jukebox of the Ghost. Uh-huh. It's a beautiful song and it makes me so happy and upbeat. My breakup song would probably be, I've had the same one since the eighth same. grade. Literally same. Patience. That's since eighth grade. Uh, mine is In the Rough by Anna Nalek. And never heard of it. Uh, you did actually once because we were we were shopping at Ralph's and it was playing and I was like, This is my breakup song and I started like we I was like getting Milano's just like singing along to <laughs> Um and honestly if I had gone back to my eighth grade self and been like, Hey, you'll still have the same breakup song after all these fucking years uh maybe she'd I don't know how she'd react, but... Um, she might pick a different one. She might pick a different one, honestly. But maybe she but wouldn't, was, and that's beautiful. But it's it's truly... It's, it's, it's about, you know, someday... The lyrics, someday love will find me in the rough. Someday love will finally be enough, you know? It's, Boom, it's, that's it's, it. That's all you need in life. That phrase is all you'd ever want that's in, a, in a breakup song. Exactly. And my right now, my uh, my love song is Silver Hair by Boom Forest. Yeah. Fun and name for a song. Fun mm-hmm. artist name, too. Boom yeah. Forest. Boom <laughs> Forest. Uh, Boom Forest is the only band that makes me feel cool about liking... I feel cool about liking Jukebox of the Ghost, because I feel like not yeah. super amount of people like it, but Boom Forest is Oh, that's is like one your hipster crap band. I, yeah. Oh. Boom Forest is my one that I'm just like, oh, I listen up. Uh, I Have you just, heard of Boom Forest? Oh, mm-hmm. let me show you. I... My least favorite question on a date is, what kind of music do you listen to? Because I'm my like... my favorite question. I hate that question so much. Because I listen to a lot of shitty music, like, just for fun, you know? I don't listen to a lot of cool, like, uh, anytime, and we lived in Austin, and ACL would happen, and I'm like, I don't fucking know half these bands. I don't feel, like, you know, and then, like, fucking Coachella, and I'm like, I don't know half these bands. I'm not cool when it comes to music. I'm very lame. I'm very lame with my music choices. So, my only So you don't like when, when it's brought up? My only credit is really, and... You know, and then I also really love, like, classic rock and hair metal yeah. and all that. And that's my only cred, along with, like, ooh, I listen to Jukebox the Ghost and sure. Boom Forest. Uh, but Silver Hair is about, basically, and then also I feel like it's very realistic to me, is uh, that morning you woke up with the silver hair, blah, blah, blah. And it's me feeling like I'm getting older and, like, not as, you know, and that's ridiculous because I'm turning 20 soon and that's very very young uh but it's about someone who is talking about their lover waking up having a silver hair mm-hmm. feeling bad about it and they're like no you you still you spent that time you, you lover time you still passed. take me yeah. there you take me there exactly. like that's that's basically it so, so 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 you don't like bringing up you don't like being asked about your music tastes Mm-mm. on dates uh yeah. if they ask me about music i love it because I will tell them what I like, and if they're not down with it, then I'm not down with them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You gotta have, you gotta find people that are in the same shit you are. The uh, 
I don't know. I like a lot of heavy metal. I like a lot of like classic rock. I like a lot of stuff that people aren't necessarily into nowadays. And and if I start seeing someone and they're not into that, I already know that that's not cool. Then mm-hmm. you know, because like I wear like like a lot of band T-shirts. I'm re- like I go to concerts. Chance wears a lot of band. I just like I go like I, it's very much a part of who I am. You know, like other people like will casually listen, but it's like very much a part. Like I play a lot of electric guitar. I play a lot of. I write music like that. You know, I need someone who's cool with that. A lot of people aren't cool with metal, and that's cool. But I'm not, uh, I don't want to date you if you're not cool with metal. <laughs> and I think there's a very big difference between, like, not being cool with metal and being like, you there's have a difference. your metal. It's, 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 Cause, yeah, and I, I mean, need someone like, who's open, rather. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I'm going to get excited, and I'm going to make you watch videos of things. Like, I'm going to make you watch a video you probably won't love. When I came over to the apartment before we did this podcast, I was halfway through a drum solo. A drum solo, yeah. A drum solo of something. And for what I watched, it was the perfect amount for me. I was like, this is great. This is good. Drum solo. You missed about four minutes. Yeah. So, and the I last think, minute, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And so there was a minute where I was like, ooh, this is a really cool drum solo. And then Chance was like, oh, you missed <laughs> Four minutes of the solo. I was like, yeah, no, that's better because I wouldn't have wanted. Yeah, to, see, I need to, to date mix. someone who is uh, yeah. who is like down to watch a drum solo with me because I'm gonna nerd out about it. I'm a nerdy, passionate dude. When I say nerdy, the, the word nerd has changed over the years. It used this to mean just a dating profile now. No, I know. I hate. You know what? I'm gonna talk about it. I'm love drunk. Uh, I'm love drunk. You're love. I'm an actively actively love drunk. So, uh, do you have more drink in your mug? No. I'm I'm already pretty drunk though. Got a little bit. Um, that's the thing about dating. Uh, that, that's what I first know. Uh, that's like an instant turnoff for someone. I, I think it's an interesting thing to talk about. Instant turnoffs, mm-hmm. instant turnons, mm-hmm. instant turnoff. If you're not uh, accepting of like the things I love, obviously, if you're not like excited about them, like no matter what I I'm presented with on a first date or something like that, or first interaction with someone, I'm gonna be excited about it. If you're passionate about that thing you're talking about, I'm a thousand percent it. That, no matter what it is, you could be. T- I will. I will put up with anything someone is passionate about. That's what I mean, yeah. If you're gonna give me shit about stuff, and it's it's little things like I love, like shitty TV, and sure. like I love shitty TV and shitty movies. There will always hold a special place in my heart. If you're not gonna come and you know what, I've decided that I'm done with people who I'm done with boys who say I'm just fucking with you. It's not a good thing to say when yeah. you're in a relationship with someone. Right off the bat, yeah, not a good thing to say. No, That's no, something you, you build up you build up teasing. Exactly. But also, I have never had a friend that I'm close to when they're teasing me, they've always said maybe like, I'm kidding. Or like, I'm teasing you, or you know, something like that. I feel like the oh, attitude yeah, just a that very comes specific along, phrase the very specific of like I'm fucking with you. Yeah, I would never say that to a significant other. Ad- that's not that. I say I say it's a gauge. You know, I say it to Max. I say like to Teddy. Like, hey, I'm just dude. Don't worry about it. I'm fucking with you. Yeah. All right. Funny Those enough, are his friends. That's almost an impersonal know. thing yeah. because I say that to people. I would, I'm more likely to say, hey, I'm just fucking with you, mm-hmm. than I'm just kidding to someone who I don't know. And see, to bring it all back, Bumble Boy. Used to say he he would say things, and then he'd be like, he'd be like oh, "I'm just fucking with you," and I'm like, "That's don't fuck with me, though." Yeah, because so don't fuck with me. Because I'm a small, sensitive baby child. Don't do that. Chance knows I'm a small, sensitive baby child. That's why I just tell you the good things. <laughs> he doesn't just tell me the good things. 
True. You sugarcoat things. I sugarcoat sure. things. You yeah. For sure, sugarcoat. Because you, things. I don't think, I don't think, I think. What I don't do you think. think? You'd, Tell me what you think. I don't think you'd like if I didn't sugarcoat things. I think Probably you, not. I think you'd honestly think I was like, kind of being an asshole. Yeah, not to you because I, I would never say anything to you. I just mean like like when you, when when asked about advice and when asked about a lot of things, I'm very straightforward, mm-hmm. very honest. I'm trying to be very realistic, and I don't think you want to hear that, and that's okay. I'm not judging you for not wanting to hear that. I just mm-hmm. don't think you'd want to hear that. I don't think I want to hear it, either. and that's okay. Because there are times when people are like, "Can I just tell you something?" and I look at them and I say, "No, yep. don't, don't tell me." And that's fine. I feel like it'll hurt my feelings. Yeah. Can I talk about something that's always been interesting to me? Yes, of course. We mentioned it earlier, but I didn't unpack it. I've always unpack dated it. older women. <gasps> always. I maybe dated... In yeah, my, you have. How many in times? my years and years of dating. Because, like, I've been going strong. Like, I lost my V-card at 15. Like, and I'm talking, like, like I was 14 for, a, for like, like, I just turned 15 and I was 15 for, like, a week. Mm-hmm. And then I lost my virginity. Yes. I was very young, I think. I think that's pretty young. Yeah. And... Yeah, I mean... Yeah. In my own comparison. Yeah. yeah. And so, I, I've been doing this for a long time, and uh, I've always dated older women. Always. I mean, the first girl, the, the girl I lost my V-card to was four years older than me. She was a senior in high school when I was a freshman. That's a long and Jill. Time. Jill. And uh, I dated her on and off for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, after her, the girl I dated right after her, also four years older than me, the girl after that, two years older. Um... I don't think I dated, I don't think I dated a girl younger than me until I was a senior in high school. And even then it was, I hooked up with her once. That was it. That's, that's crazy. Cause like, I've also dated, I've dated the, I mentioned, uh, Miranda before. Who used to be, uh, a supervisor Miranda of mine. Miranda was sort of, yeah, yeah. She was a, uh, a supervisor of mine. And then after I stopped working at the place I worked at, uh. Uh, there, there was a certain freedom felt by both parties, uh, mm-hmm. to do whatever they wished. And, yeah. uh, she was, I was 21, I'm barely. looking at your list right now and I'm realizing, and that's, you know, that's the funny thing is that I feel like doing this podcast, I know a lot of your romantic history and I'm sort of Every single one of these things. people is older than me. Yeah. Some by multiple years. And it's so funny because, I mean... Uh, Bumble Boy was older than me, and then pretty much, yeah. All of them were younger? Everyone was younger except for, for... No. Yeah, yeah. Younger? Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, Derek was older than me, and then... Yeah, Derek. was older than me. Okay, cool. That makes sense. See, out of this list, not a single one of them is younger than me. (laughs) And, like, I've... Oh, Wow. So that, that boss, Miranda, she, uh, she was 28 when I was 21. She yeah. was seven years older than me. And that's why you were Child Bride 3.0. I was Child Bride 3.0. Um, I've always, I don't know what it is. I really don't. Um, I think it bothered my parents too early on really? that I was dating older women. Really? Um, because I mean, like I was a, I, I, looking back, it's an interesting thing because I was 14, 15 dating a 18 year old. And she was about to graduate. She was... It's very... If if the genders were switched, I think my parents' attitude would have been very different. Well, see, and that's the thing, is because I had a friend who was 18 dating a 14-year-old, and we all made fun of him, harassed him, thought it was so weird, and, you know, and that's... 
That's yeah. a very interesting. I say my type. parents would have felt different. They weren't okay with it. I right. did it very much against their wishes. Yeah. Dear parents, that I'm, I'm get, you're off the hey, hook. Don't worry. Hey, parents. Um, I've met them before. Yeah, I don't know what it is, man. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I hate to, you know. I hate to sound a little like uh, like I'm I'm tooting my own horn or something, but I think I, I sit in a more mature way in my day to day life, mm-hmm. and I think that that attracts. And I think I am attracted to some a woman who's more mature. Than... Right. Well, let me ask you this: Do you think that you have a type when you when no, you go in? No, absolutely not. Really? Look at this list. Do you see any any unifying factors between anyone on this list besides the fact that they are older than me? These two. Which ones? Uh, Angela and Brittany. Name dark hair. Well, I mean, no, but we're talking about okay. type. We're talking about what, basic, basic, we're talking about basic attraction. Okay, then I can tell you the one thing. Mm-hmm. I am usually more attracted to dark-haired women than light-haired. Though, really? I am not uh, unattracted to light-haired women. Obviously. I'm attracted to, like, everyone, so. Well, let's look at my list. Who do you, who do you think is similar in type? You've got a dark hair, you've got a light hair, you've got a redhead, you've got a, uh... Dark? He was also a redhead. No way. Yeah, okay, so redheads are your type, but that's a joke even between just our friend. Uh, we were at a party in Malibu. Right. And uh, a redhead walked through the door and tall. Natalie, a tall. That's the thing too, Charlotte. Charlotte's really, Charlotte's really about height, guys. If you're shorter than her, you've got no chance. You've got no chance. Because she places an importance on it. I know because she's... No, no, no. I know because she's told me about... Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, she she texts me all the time and she's like, Does this boy look like he's taller than me or shorter than me? And uh I just I don't blame wonder. you for I don't blame I you for caring. Wonder. Your listeners just need to know. Okay. Well I okay, we'll get to this later, but a tall redhead boy walked into the party and our good friend walked up to me and goes, did you see that tall redhead you just walked in? And I said, yeah. And she goes, so did you, like, fuck him when he came in, or? That friend is funny. I know who that friend is. Yeah, you know. Good job you to know, them. Yeah, no, she was, she was funny, and I got mad about it. But, uh. So you definitely have a type. I'm just kidding. Two in a <laughs> row is not a type. I'm just kidding. You do it have a type is... of uh, personality. Yeah, no, I do. It's douchebag. It's douchebag. It's a douchebag. It's bad boy guys who are just... You can tell from a mile away they're going to be assholes. I can not, tell. Not Bumble you Boy. You can tell. I can Bumble tell. Bumble Boy, I, I could have known. I wouldn't have known. Really? I said I wouldn't have known. Really? No way I would have known. He seemed like a nice guy. He actually, he really did seem like Child a nice Child Bride, I could have maybe told you. <laughs> for sure on Julian and Derek. For sure about them. Especially yeah. Julian... Julian's a fucking wreck right no, now. No, Julian. Julian, I won that. Ju- I won what? that. Well, not actually. I didn't win that. He. I found out from a good friend of his. You're not even in the same competition at that point. You know That's very I mean? true. Like, I found out from a good friend of his after that happened. He he did not even remember my name. Like a year later, he was like, "Oh, I okay, was so thinking he's about like a that really girl. trash person." Yeah. yeah, no, he's trash. But he was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that thing that happened with that girl. What was her name?" And I was like, oh, I told my therapist about you. You know what? Honestly, dude, it should make you feel better because that dude is such a, like, literal garbage human. Yeah. He's that a trash it doesn't man. matter. So, 
That's Here cool. on Love Drunk, we encourage you to uh, bring okay. up your... <laughs> we encourage you to bring up your exes and shit talk them. Uh-huh. They're trash cans, you, all of them. No matter how good of people they are, no matter how wonderful of a time you had with them, they're all trash because you're not mm-hmm. together anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I would love for you to tell me about... Okay, I'm going to hit you with the end. What does love feel like? Love... Give me two seconds. I need to think about this. Think about it. Think about it for a second. What does love feel like? Love, um, it's a hard feeling to describe necessarily. I see it a lot. Uh, I feel it very visually, which is a strange sentence to say, but uh, I think everyone feels a certain affinity for a certain sense. I feel very visual. Um, it's, It's like bright lights just happening. Um, all the time. It's like this uncontrollable, like, like surge of energy rising up from your core. It's like this, uh, I mean, like you can be exhausted. Like you can be like bone dead tired. Like just like when I, when I was dating Angela, this girl that I, I, I've mentioned earlier on this podcast that I, I, the first person I felt love for, I, I had a weekend where I was doing a show and a movie and, um, I got four hours of sleep in a 48 hour period in 48 hours. I took two, two hour naps. And I mean, every time I saw this girl, I, I didn't know what tired was, you know, um, it felt, I, it's like, it's pure, uh, I'm not a very spiritual person, but I believe in like energies in the universe. And I think, I think love is the, the purest, most powerful, most efficient energy in the world. All you need is a little, little taste of it and you're good for like an entire day. Um, I think that's it. I think that's poignant. <laughs> That's so sweet and good, and I I agree with it. Yeah. Um, I don't know personally, but of course, you but you'll know, find out one day. But I'll find yeah. out one day. Uh, that's the beauty of it. This yeah. podcast, you get a bunch of people telling you what it feels like. But that's that's yeah. That's no, my then goal. you'll be open to your own experience because mm-hmm. everyone's is different. And exactly. That's the beauty of it because like uh, I bet the next it, it four feels, persons you yeah. have here won't describe it nearly the same way mm-hmm. I did feels different for every single person and i so appreciate you being so open and honest with us of course we have kind of introduced a bunch of different topics we could come with come come up with hey you know what dude this is a journey yikes we have introduced so many topics (laughs) your host is drunk my friends your host is drunk you know what? That's the name of the game. She's love, love drunk. drunk. I'm so love drunk. I've heard so much about love, and I'm so drunk on this love. And this have, alcohol. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> this vodka soda with lime. But we have introduced so many topics and so many things that we could have possibly spoken about, but you spoken, you have spoken about what is in your heart, and I mm-hmm. appreciate it, and I love you, and I'm so glad that you were here I love you, too. Today. Can I leave the listeners with some parting words? Yes, of um, course. Live your life every day with love. Uh, show love to people who you uh, might not think to ever show love to. Mm-hmm. That's it. Good words. Go follow Love Drunk Pod on yes. uh, Insta. Hashtag Love Drunk Pod uh, at Love Drunk Pod on Insta and Twitter. Dope. At Horrible Pod on Insta and Twitter. Follow me at Stuart Chance on everything. Uh, I write music. Uh, sometimes I write uh, nothing else. So fuck yourself. Go follow <laughs> me on Twitter. 
uh, at OhCharlotteRose uh, on Instagram and OhCharrose because OhCharlotteRose was taken on Twitter. So rude. I've been reporting that account for like months now. Are they legitimately like not a No, good, they're, not a, they're a spam account. account. Okay, it's like okay, three okay, okay. tweets about like American Eagle sure, sure, merchandise sure. or whatever. Um, Do you have a sign off? Yeah. Not yet. That's okay. We're gonna figure it out. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a temporary sign off. Um, How dare you? Uh, uh, eat your eat your veggies. <laughs> eat your veggies, listeners. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> Wait, you know what? I just figured out. Drink and be loved. Drink and be loved. Yeah. So, good night. We good love night. you. Good night. Love you. <laughs> Bye. Uh, peace. peace.